week's Digitalk podcast. In the news this week are Shadow IT, Zero Trust, Hybrid Cloud Data, 5G, Deep Learning, and the automotive industry. Infoblox has published new research that exposes the significant threat posed by Shadow IoT devices on enterprise networks. The report, titled What's Lurking in the Shadows 2020, surveyed just over 2,500 IT professionals across the US, UK, Germany, Spain, the Netherlands, and UAE, to understand the state of shadow IoT in modern enterprises. Shadow IT devices are defined as IoT devices or sensors in active use within an organization without IT's knowledge. Shadow IoT devices can be any number of connected technologies, including laptops, mobile phones, tablets, fitness trackers, or smart home gadgets, like voice assistants that are managed outside of the IT department. The survey found that over the past 12 months, a staggering 80% of IT professionals discovered shadow IoT devices connected to their network, and nearly one-third found more than 20. The report revealed that in addition to the devices deployed by the IT team, organisations around the world have countless personal devices such as laptops, mobile phones and fitness trackers connecting to their network. The majority of enterprises have more than 1,000 devices connected to their corporate networks. As 72% of organisations plan to implement zero-trust capabilities in 2020 to mitigate growing cyber risk, nearly half of cybersecurity professionals lack confidence applying a zero-trust model to their secure access architecture. This is according to the 2020 Zero-Trust Progress Report released by Cybersecurity Insiders and Pulse Secure. The 2020 Zero Trust Progress Report surveyed more than 400 cybersecurity decision makers to share how enterprises are implementing Zero Trust security in their organization and reveal key drivers, adoption, technologies, investments and benefits. The report found that Zero Trust access is moving beyond concept to implementation in 2020, but there's a striking confidence divide among cybersecurity professionals in applying Zero Trust principles. The sheer volume of cyber attacks and enormative data breaches in 2019 has challenged the veracity of secure access defences, even in well-funded organisations, says Scott Gordon, Chief Marketing Officer at Pulse Secure. He adds, Zero Trust holds the promise of vastly enhanced usability, data protection and governance. However, there's a healthy degree of confusion among cybersecurity professionals about where and how to implement Zero Trust controls in a hybrid IT environment, which is clearly reflected in respondents' split confidence levels. Nutanix has published the EMEA-specific findings of its annual Enterprise Cloud Index. These show that, in common with other regions, companies in Europe, the Middle East and Africa continue to view hybrid cloud as their ideal IT model, but that moving applications out of the data center to implement this approach is taking a little longer than previously anticipated. Rather than reducing data center use by nearly 20% by 2019, as projected by respondents to the 2018 EMEA Enterprise Cloud Index, the latest report shows an actual increase of nearly 14%. This was accompanied by a drop in hybrid cloud use of around 5% rather than the 7% increase previously forecast. The net effect is for companies in EMEA to now be some 6 percentage points behind the Americas in hybrid cloud deployment and to also lag in terms of multi-cloud take-up. Despite these figures, however, companies surveyed indicated ambitious plans to bolster hybrid cloud penetration in the region from 12% today to 53% by 2024. 
helping to explain the disparities, the report found mixed attitudes and less enthusiasm across EMEA when it came to the public cloud portion of the hybrid cloud equation. For example, EMEA companies chose data security and compliance as the top public cloud benefit more often, about 90% of the time, than the Americas and APJ regions chose any factor, while at the same time, more than half, 60%, also saw security as a top challenge of the public cloud component. Few EMEA companies reported that their needs were completely met by public cloud compared to other regions, plus there's a greater propensity in EMEA towards going over budget on public cloud spending, all of which is adding to the need for companies in the region to fine-tune plans and sometimes repatriate workloads back to the data centre in order to adjust to the rapidly changing realities of implementing their preferred hybrid cloud model. Coeus Consulting has published new research into the approaches organisations are using to drive value from their data. The report, Beyond Technology, How Can Organisations Drive Sustainable Value from Their Data Investments, highlights that many organisations are potentially failing to realise the potential value of or monetize their data, despite 74% acknowledging it as a key priority. The survey found that in 80% of the large organisations surveyed, they believe that accountability for data strategy rests with technology leaders such as IT directors, CIOs or CTOs. Additionally, only a quarter of organisations currently electing to have a chief data officer and even less, placing accountability with others in the C-suite. Emphasis is being placed on speed, cost and competition, but less so on more fundamental underlying value, the insights it offers or decision makers' ability to develop new products and services from those learnings. Richard Graham, Associate Director at Coeus, comments, Many investments in data and analytics have been started from a technology perspective with little alignment to business value or desired outcomes that can be measured against the business strategy. Businesses need a change of mindset and approach right across the organisation and the challenge is more than simply collecting data and making it available. Omnia has released a new research paper connecting the dots between the strategies, technologies, companies and market trends impacting industries as they transition to 5G. The main findings of 5G and beyond connecting the dots at MWC20 are 5G will take the consumer market by storm with 5G-enabled smartphone shipments expected to grow eight times by 2021. The global 5G radio access market, or RAN, is set to more than quintuple, rising to $21 billion in 2024, up from less than $4 billion in 2019. Brands will use 5G to alleviate privacy fears around AI, driving the revenue growth to $827 billion in 2025 for edge devices and networks deployed for AI. 5G will drive the rapid growth of game streaming and esports, with the media bundle service revenue market expected to grow to $2.6 billion by 2024. And the growth prospects for 5G and enterprises are enormous, with global 5G enterprise mobile subscriptions set to rise to $175 million by 2024, up from $500,000 in 2019. Peltarin has published the findings of a survey of AI decision makers examining what they see as the impact of the skill shortage and suggestions on how to overcome it. The research, AI Decision Makers Report, The Human Factor Behind Deep Learning, represents the findings of a survey of 350 IT leaders in the UK and Nordics, with the direct responsibility for shepherding AI at companies with more than 1,000 employees. 
The report finds that many AI decision makers are concerned about the business impact of the deep learning skill shortage. 84% of respondents said that company leaders worry about the business risks of not investing in deep learning, with 83% saying that a lack of deep learning skills is already impacting their ability to compete in the market. These companies are exclusively focusing on recruiting data scientists. 71% of AI decision makers are actively recruiting to plug the deep learning skills gap, and this is already impacting their ability to progress with AI projects. Almost half say the skill shortage is causing delays to projects. 44% believe the need for specialist skills is a major barrier to further investment in deep learning. However, almost half say they are struggling to hire because they don't have a mature AI program already in place. The automotive industry is motoring ahead of its peers in terms of smart factory adoption and is set to increase investment by over 60% in the next three years, resulting in productivity gains of more than $160 billion. This is according to a new research report from the Capgemini Research Institute. The How Automotive Organizations Can Maximize the Smart Factory Potential report tracks deployment of smart factories by automotive, original equipment manufacturers and suppliers in 2019, compared to equipment research from 2017-2018. It found that both projected investment levels and productivity gains relating to smart factories are significant, but that only a minority of automotive firms are fully ready to take advantage through deployment at scale. Capgemini's analysis ranks 72% of automotive firms as novices, compared to just 10% being front-runners, who are ready to realise the full potential of smart factories at scale. Key points of the report include the automotive industry has exceeded previous expectations on smart factory deployment. In the last 18 to 24 months, 30% of factories in the industry have been made smart, ahead of the 24% that executives said they'd planned in 2017-2018. Automotive is moving faster than other industries. In the next five years, the automotive industry has aggressive plans to convert further 44% of its factories into smart facilities, followed by 42% in discrete manufacturing, 41% in process industries, 40% in power, energy and utilities, and 37% in consumer products. And investment in smart factories reflects a huge productivity opportunity. By 2023, the research estimates that smart factories could have delivered a productivity gain in the region of $135 billion average scenario to $167 billion optimistic scenario, an annual improvement of 28 to 4.4% and an overall productivity gain of just over 15% to as much as 24% for the industry as a whole by 2023. A full news Blog and video service can be found at our Digitalization World website, alongside details of our plans to run some one-day technology events during 2020. For now, that's all the news for this week, and thanks for listening.